friendship power. Anime friendship. Do do do. Anime friendship power. Anime friendship. Episode 26. It is that episode. And I was thinking that I am going to complain about not getting accounted. So I should make. <laughs> Incremental improvements are all what we're all about. So maybe exactly. maybe singing or improv singing classes are at least I need those. I don't care if I you sound know, good. I just need to have something to go. To to quote the great philosopher of our time, uh, Aubrey Graham Drake or whatever the fuck his order of names is, started from the bottom. Now we here. Oh, that's right. I didn't realize he had other names. Um, Graham is in there, Aubrey, Drake is in there. I don't know the order. Drake's definitely in there, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, in that starting from the bottom and being to the place that we have designated as here, uh, there is, there is a space. An audience, you're navigating that space with us. <laughs> hey, That's we, my point. We, we've made it to somewhat of a, a, a milestone. This milestone. Is, we just finished our first live episode, which is episode 25. Yeah. In many ways, this is season two, episode one, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. 25 is a, is a typical season's run worth oh, of episodes. Um, you know, in anime, it kind of is. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Even though they I mean, go up to I 700. Think, I feel like older sitcoms used to have seasons yeah. that long. 24, 22, 25 are kind of the gold standard, and now it's like 13 and 8. Yeah. Or, or 10, because you're on Netflix and you're the shit. Uh, but anyway. Uh, uh, Three kinda, and a half. <laughs> we kind of capped off a, a run. We're starting a new series now. Uh, the live episode went pretty well, I think. Yeah. Hasn't made it past editing yet, but our, our friends. Were... Everyone enjoyed themselves. Everyone had an obligatory good time. <laughs> uh, uh, running a podcast with a live audience uh, is very different. Mm. Having feedback to the things you say and having not just bounce off the walls on the one other person in the room with you. <laughs> Uh, is, having is kind a of podcast enjoyable. and with a live audience, Cody, I'll, it's like stand-up, but so easy. <laughs> it's so easy. It's like they're rooting for you and not against you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know how with stand-up you go to a room full of people and you have to desperately desperately struggle for their recognition? Yes. Uh, this, everyone cho- has chosen to be there and supports you and is your friend. And you get to give out prizes. Yeah. So if there's ever a lull, it's just like, who wants a thing? And they do. They, everyone wants a thing. Oh, our prizes were <laughs> objectively fabulous. Uh, the review is in. <laughs> I don't uh, know. I mean, that's basically my check-in. Do we have anywhere to talk uh, about? I feel like we have not introduced the show. Oh, what is this? Um, So the show that just had its 25th episode and was great is called Anime and Friendship Hour. Anime and that and show is uh, hosted by Courtney Maglaby. That's now, you. Yeah, now they know anime. But their co-host, Cody, let's talk about Cody, the co-host. He is friendship. <laughs> and so that in that show, the anime and the friendship come together beautifully, and it's all arced and beautiful. And about an hour long. Yeah. Anime and friendship hour. Hooray. Yeah. Uh, so our anime this week uh, is... Saint Seiya's Zodiac we didn't, You're something? fucking all over the place. I'm all over the place. Now what? Okay. Oh, our guest is here. Check in. We had it. We didn't do intro. Okay. <laughs> We've done intro. Can we introduce a guest? There's no guest. Oh my god. 
Okay. You're editing this one, by the way. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so now, Cody, we have to do the check-in. Check-in. So, so let's check in with you. Check Where in are you? Uh, I just did 25 episodes of a podcast. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about it. <laughs> Ready to charge into it. I'm back from Mexico. Uh, That was fun. I'm not tan at all. I uh, touched a horse and a bird, (gasps) uh, several birds. Oh my God. uh, And and, uh, lay near the sun. Did you? Um, I got got a manicure. My nails are still pretty smooth. Uh, it turns out they don't have to be rigid, blocky shapes, but they can be a, a smooth, round. I never thought about the nail shape of my nails until I met you, Cody. Oh, it's, it, I. I didn't realize. And now it's it, it's it's important. What a world! What yeah. a world! Uh, so yeah, and that was the first time I'd ever been to Mexico. Um, and uh, it, it was uh, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. It was hot, but nice. I don't know. Cool and hot. <laughs> uh, check in with me, yeah, Cody. Uh, some someone's come to town at the Children's Discovery Museum. Oh my God! It's, it's Thomas the T- Tank Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Did you know it was Thomas the Tank Engine? Would you, if I didn't say that already, would you have? Like, I did I hear th- about it? Is it in the zeitgeist? Is that the question? But the que- okay, so me and Miranda, former, former. Friend uh, of the show. Yeah, friend of the show, former guest, oh, current friend. Um, <laughs> we had a discussion over Thomas the Tank Engine versus Thomas the Train Engine. Oh, you know what? If if you just totally, like, cold called me on that, I, I probably would have said Thomas the Train something. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as, if you gave me, like, a multiple choice where I saw both of them, mm. a, uh, Tank Engine absolutely rings true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his engine is a tank. Like, Wait. Or it's a tank-style engine or oh, something like that. I don't actually know much about trains. I don't, trains. I don't think it's like a military tank. Or no, no, just like okay. a tank tank, well, like as a container. Oh, yeah. crazy. So it's like the fuel. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. How does he feel about- oh, As a about- child, I would say trank. <laughs> as you're eating your pescetti? Is Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, explain the difference. <laughs> uh, uh, does he? How does he feel about water and how much we should drink of it? Oh, oh, God. Well, he has to create... Or is he non-political steam. on that issue? He's non-political. Oh, okay. It's, it's an old honorable. British children's cartoon. Everything is very non-political. Is it British? Oh, it's so British. I, it's been so long, I bet I didn't even notice. Oh, my God. He, he's a cheeky little engine who <laughs> likes to play tricks on the other engines. Oh, that's British That's, that's so British. <laughs> he parks in the garage. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> So what does that mean? He's in town. Like what? what oh, it just means we have a, a Thomas the tra- Tank engine exhibit Jesus now. Christ. I know. We have to cut that out. <laughs> That's cool. So you have like a. It's like it's for the summer. It's like a rotating. Yeah, yeah. Still of September. It's been pretty fun. There's a thing that a giant Thomas makes train noises. Uh, fake bags so kids can walk around like I'm going on a train. The bags he said. Yeah, yeah, bags. Oh, like travel, travel work. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like cool. the the train tracky things. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, tracks. Yeah. Oh, I don't and know. And trains, the train toys, so they can play. Nice. It's all very fun. Uh, it's crazy. I you have to stock up on what I call de-escalation trains <laughs> because children don't like to share and oh, they man. cry when they don't get the train. So you have to like have some on your person to be like, here, don't make the scene. I see. If you throw them, it's like a collective action problem. Like if all the trains are available. Like the greedy kids will take them yes. all, no matter how many there are. Exactly. And then the and poor, old kids are greedy. Yeah. Well, yes, they're all monsters, and so you have to reserve some percentage of mm-hmm. those trains for later doling exactly. out. Exactly. Wow. The logic puzzles you guys deal with. It on a is daily basis. crazy working at like a children type geared facility. Um, 
It happens with uh, when we have a big the big block display type of thing where they get played these big blocks. Just seeing how humanity plays out through these <laughs> children and just the uh, how resources are distributed, is it taken, like- <laughs> and sometimes shared, but mostly destroyed and taken and. Is it in some ways not surprising at all? Not what, surprising at all. How it goes down. It's just yeah. human nature just unfurls itself. Uh, have you, did, did you, you were having a changing of the guard or your management. Is that taking place yet? Oh, yeah, no. Um, it's, it's, it's taking place. We're still figuring things out. Seeing who, who yeah. knows about yogurt and not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, that'd be question number one if I was part of that interview. Do you cycle. know what yogurt is? Yes. Do you even know? Get the know? fuck out of here. <laughs> we have very specific needs here. Yes. That's, uh, uh, but that's the like, exciting things going on in my life. Nice. Okay, now, now we can introduce the guest. Now we can. Do- oh wait. <laughs> the only guest here is your vasectomy bunny. Oh, oh, yeah. He's still keeping. Did on. we ever talk about vasectomy bunny? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, I got Cody a bunny stuffed animal for his vasectomy. Yeah, I yeah. think he's Jewish. I'm trying to respect. Or his he's faith. a graduate. Yeah, he's it's got hard to tell. Some sort of hat sewn. As a hat, it has like a. a square brim as if it were oh i wanted to talk there was another oh. check-in that i that, uh, a co a co we did another thing that was important oh shit other than our live episode is well, we went we went to the fans of animation convention 2017 oh, fans of animation convention and indeed. maybe we should give a few minute wrap up on our thoughts um, and feelings about it so this was not your first rodeo no this was my fifth or fourth rodeo and uh, what the what, most involved i've ever been with it though Ooh. yeah so what, what's your big takeaways this my year? big takeaway is God damn it, we can get we can run a panel shit. Yes. That was probably my biggest takeaway was shockingly low floor on quality control when yeah. it comes to running a panel. Yeah. And so who's running the panel is something you should find out before you exactly. attend. Uh some good panels though. Good some good panels, yeah. Uh what was the one that you Uh the the Yuri Girls Love panel. Yeah, yeah. I regret missing that one. But very good. Uh and my favorite Guess who's the best at giving presentations about things lesbians women. oh <laughs> double women um, yeah that <laughs> 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 right um, around the same <laughs> cody bought me a titty figure <laughs> cody and amy thank in, you in repayment for sitting their house it was for each each of us contributed half to your statue for one cat saved <laughs> um and amy got the good cat so nice and then, and then, yeah, my my favorite panel was panel was uh the Poke Scandalous Scandals and Pokemon mm-hmm. panel, uh, run by two uh, uh middle aged women, kicked ass. I'm gonna figure Great. out what their names are. I'm gonna see if they're doing other panels next year, and those are the ones I'm gonna mm-hmm. go to because it was well done, clipped along, and it was well researched. Yeah. And almost everything else I went to was not. <laughs> the nice. Gouda one bordered on well researched, but it was overcome by complete obnoxiousness what was that the um that was the look at this gross stuff panel not the horror one not the horror one the gross one yeah, yeah. it's the one with the they're it's run by uh people who also had a podcast that's right they had credentials at least yeah they did have credentials and i respected that and they did have showmanship and i respected that <laughs> and they had a guy talking over two women the whole time yes <laughs> that is my mind but that was a solid third place yes <laughs> so, uh, bronze is on the podium <laughs> The, the show floor was pretty cool. I've been to one of those in a long time, and yeah. it was pretty nuts. Uh, I didn't end up getting anything, but uh, it was fun to walk around and see uh, lots of very detailed depictions of Overwatch people. Mm-hmm. Because uh, that's anime, I suppose. Uh, Basically. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. It's cool. There's a crunchy, crunchy con coming up in August. Maybe we'll go to that. Oh, I don't damn. Know. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I don't know much. I don't know if it's more corporate or if it is just another fanime, but yeah. uh, they're in town and they sponsored a lot of this one. And so as, as, as. There's SACCon, which I think is an anime convention in Sacramento, or maybe I'm making that up. <laughs> Wait, it's just called SAC. It's just. It's just I, named I don't after know. The maybe city. it's some other thing. I don't know. <laughs> it could be anything if it's just, just con in Sacramento. But if they love <laughs> I anime. I just fucking love Sacramento. <laughs> Get Rasher back on the episode. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. Uh, cool. Yeah, we had a presence. Next year, we'll have t-shirts. Don't worry. They'll That's be running right. panels. <laughs> on, okay, honestly, in the week that you were gone in Cabo, I was like, shit, I do not appreciate Cody enough because I have gone off the rails. <laughs> Your presence in my life is valuable. But are you telling me the, the, the living situation here was not a... Oh, no, no. Living <laughs> was fine, but as far as like getting anything done, oh, holy sure. shit uh yeah it, it's uh the the wheels of content never end exactly but you need you need that person you on need the boat to. with you yeah exactly we're a bike of content <laughs> all right so what, let's get in this fucking series what did we watch this week we watched okay so can we agree the uh okay so saint say let me talk about it for a minute this is uh an anime made in it's, the manga was originally written in 1986. It's about this boy named Seiya. He fights people. <laughs> and he fights it. His special fighting ability comes from this thing called the Pegasus Cloth that gets him armor. And he punches really good because he has Pegasus-style power. Uh, it's fighting that is themed. The theme of the fighting is Zodiac astrological stuff. Yeah. So there's 12 constellations that have 12 kind of armor special suits yeah and then he's then one of the 12 and then yeah the but then there are other ones because there's like ones for the zodiac but the pegasus isn't in the zodiac yeah that was my first because so it's called other, the zodiac there, knights there's the 12 um there they are saints but then i think so there's like different levels of sainthood yeah they're on like bronze and there's like yeah. a gold one that they're gonna yeah. get eventually but yeah we like we get a we got a pegasus we get a hydra we get a unicorn, unicorn. We get a dragon it's, none of this shit's zodiac yeah, so. yeah yeah so i think we get we might not even get to the zodiacs is a funny thing uh but i mean yeah so what uh, we, we we watch what this. is a zodiac it's a it's a, a bunch of stars that mean something like yeah I, I i was excited for it's just it's it's astrological implications yeah we've talked about it enough so you know everything i know about uh zodiac stuff i learned from playing final fantasy tactics <laughs> uh which had an awesome uh zodiac unnecessary system built on top of a tactical rpg well so i only played tactics advanced and it didn't have that yeah that game sucked yeah uh, no, that game. No, i should play tactics. it was fine they had bunny people in advance they right did i love them people. but that was like one of the only things uh, as far as the the uh, the, the tactics zodiac, y your your compatibility and not compatibility symbols are are different. <laughs> compatibility as far as what? So so as a Capricorn, uh, uh, tactics tells me I have good compatibility with Taurus and Virgo, uh, which is convenient because I'm married to a Taurus. Uh, but how does that work in game mechanics? Uh, so it, what it means is you it's the compatibility. It's it's a double edged sword, really, mm. Courtney. It's <laughs> if okay. you if you were to cast heal on someone with good compatibility, oh. you would get a twenty five or fifty percent oh. bonus to your heal. But if you cast lightning too, it would also do twenty five or fifty percent more damage. It just oh. means you're more like aligned. Yeah. Uh, and then the bad compatibility I have with Libra and Aries uh, mm. would reduce both those numbers. Uh, but the the trick shot they do is the one directly across the wheel from you is both your best and worst compatibility based on their gender. It's a very heteronormative yeah. system. Wait. So. 
It's what are you across from? I'm across from cancer. So oh. I have my best compatibility with a cancerous woman and my worst compatibility oh. with a cancerous man. What is, what is Pisces across from? So for you, uh, you're directly across from Virgo. Oh. So that's either your best or your worst, depending on how you identify. <laughs> uh, and then uh, your good compatibility is Cancer and Scorpio, and your bad compatibility is Sagittarius wait, 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 and Gemini. Wait, the fuck, what the fuck up? <laughs> I know astrology enough to know that as a Pisces, I get along great with Capricorn and Tauros, too. Yeah, no, but see, this is, this system. Wait, Scorpio? Well, you're good with Cancer and Scorpio. But again, this system, Damn. other than being completely made up for this point of a video game, the good is just means you're more aligned, so it's more volatile. So you're yeah. both going to be love and hate. Oh. Whereas bad compatibility is more of like a dulling effect. Mm. And you, you nothing in these people, the Sagittariuses and the Geminis, oh. I guess. Or I don't know. Uh, Wait. Squaresoft, copyright 2001. My worth? Or 1998. Oh, God, it's fucking confused. Yeah, because I, thought I don't. I don't actual, think you, wait, is their compatibility something they just made up? Because I thought an actual compatibility Pisces is good with uh, uh, both Capricorn and Tauros. I think in the real zodiac, if that's a phrase I can use, uh, <laughs> that's true. I'm I'm merely okay, telling they're you just th doing the me game mechanics of an RPG that introduced me to the idea of hmm. astrology in a way I not experienced. Shit. <laughs> just wanted to share that. <laughs> Anyway, there's not, none of these symbols show up in this. That's this such thing. a fun idea for a game mechanic, honestly. Yeah, you had to put in your birthday when you created your character, and it like oh, I loved it. That's great. And then it also just meant that like like when you're fighting dudes, like you kind of say, oh well, maybe I'll I'll hit this guy instead of that guy because my yeah. fire three is gonna do more damage because we're a lot. I know. Or, or whatever. Uh, what I like to do with tactics advanced is I would. So there's not a lot of story, but I would make up storylines for the uh, <laughs> uh, party members I liked. And I feel like that would be great because like, oh, they're that. Then I have an idea of what their personality would be, even if they are just like a random tool character isn't part of any plot. Right. Yeah. That's that's simultaneously like heartwarming and awesome and also a damning indictment of, of certain RPGs inability to craft a story and, oh, and yeah, just yeah, say, yeah. oh, make it up yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was annoyed at, at regular tactics because um, so many story characters were so much better. There was almost no room for your own characters mm. uh, because it was like, well, this guy I get from the storyline is just like twice as good as yeah, like some random Trudeau. like mage that I like rolled over the course of 60 hours. Uh, important game in my life. Uh, <laughs> Sounds, I, I, I'm, I'll do it. I'll play it. Oh, man. I, there's probably like a good like fast. Oh, I think they made like an iOS release for it. Ooh. I think it's called like it's like a special subtitle because there's like extra. Oh, features that's and so shit. good because it's hard to emulate a uh, PlayStation game. Yeah, you gotta like steal a iOS and crap. Oh, look uh, off. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, episode one. So yeah, or, well, what I wanted to get to yeah. originally. Uh, so I feel like they're fighty guys. They're fighting with armor, different colors, and their armor is themed after uh, um star signs right that's what you need to know yeah and this is the red ranger guy of course exactly uh the thing i want to get to was the opening song pegasus fantasy is that what it's called pegasus fantasy Hell pegasus yeah. fantasy dun, 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 dun. i i feel like i'd be singing the praises of how kick-ass guitar rock this song is had we not just got done with the series that had the most like over-the-top kick-ass guitar song ever. I was going to say that this is the most fuckable song I've ever heard. <laughs> so it is amazing. Song. It's quite, it, it feels like a, a real, like, cartoon cartoon. Like, yeah, we're celebrating. Yes. The, it, it feels more genuine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Than, than One so Punch Man. So going from One Punch Man to this is just, like, 
And so it's this. This is what I wanted. Oh, it's, it's just your, your genuine and completely not cynical. Not, not cynical. Meta. If you know, if there's something dumb and and not making sensey about uh, a show that is genuine like this is. I can laugh at it on my own. <laughs> I don't need a show to be like, isn't it? Aren't these tropes so funny? It's like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I can laugh at uh, shit on my own. I don't need parody. Right. Exactly. It, I, I, I never thought in that. Yeah. Uh, that is the app. <laughs> this is the opposite show. It is the opposite uh, show. So <laughs> First off, because every character, fantastic hair. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah. Def. Oh, my God. Everything, uh, everything is feathered. <laughs> feathers on feathers. Uh, oh my God. Um, a thing I noticed when I was trying to find uh, this show turns. So if you want to watch this audience, um, it is on Crunchyroll. It, we watched the original one, and that will be listed as Saint Seiya Sanctuary. Sanctuary. But that is, is the real the one. First seventy-two arcs of the uh, <laughs> episodes of the original anime. Right. Uh but I didn't know that. I thought they had some because there are like many like spinoff series of this. Yep. So I thought this was another spinoff series. I said series, which is not right. I think the plural series is series. This. This. Ah, fuck. Uh, I don't know. So I'm <laughs> trying to find like torrents and shit. Guess I realized that this show, not very popular in America with English speaking audiences. Ah. Is it is it a known quantity in Japan? Is it a I mean there's, it's there's a many series, so I guess it yeah. has to be it's got some um, but you know where it is really fucking popular? Greece? Almost everywhere else. Oh. Like uh uh fucking every Spanish speaking country seems to be all in on <laughs> Saint Seiya. Uh Indonesia, fucking uh other places in uh Southeast Asia that I can't remember. Uh um it feels kind of like a Sentai. Like, maybe we just got our Power Rangers and that yeah, was enough for yeah. us or something. But, like, I was looking for English subs. Like, can't find English subs. I can find Indonesian subs. Oh, I can su- find Thai subs. <laughs> I, you know, Arabic subs. Right. I can't find English subs. <laughs> which is crazy because I remember what there was the dub of this on Toonami back in the day. Really? Yes. Wow. And this was one of the first animes I watched and said, no. <laughs> but now I regret that. Not for you, yeah. Yeah. I, that's I, I, the one on Crunchyroll doesn't even have a dub, so yeah. I, I don't know. It lost the sense. The of time. dub is so good, though. It's, oh, jeez, it's I, I've so dubby. I, I I've gotten a new found appreciation for mm-hmm. for dubs just because uh, there's a new element of work happening. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, so this. Uh, uh, Can I to uh more on? before we go on to the actual thing? I'm sorry, we're gonna get to. I'm it. happy to um to give you a. Uh, just a barometer. That's not the right word. Just to prove how big a thing it is in other countries. I was looking for the opening song because I wanted to fucking rock out to it. <laughs> Apparently, on like the Peruvian equivalent of the voice, <laughs> a dude fucking did this oh song. Oh my god! That yes. is okay. Jefferson Tadeo, fucking this du- dude did Pegasus Fantasy of this show, the Digimon opening, uh. a song from Dragon Ball Z. I fucking love this dude. That's incredible. And that does provide context to how fucking yeah, crazy this must be. Pervasive. Because you could see the judges throwing around, and like at least two of them fucking knew what it was. Right. They weren't looking around like, like look at this fucking nerd. It's like, what? is this fucking Pegasus fantasy? <laughs> Fuck yeah. So. Excellent. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious if it changes with the later seasons or whatever. Um, 
if mm. they if they remix it at all for, for because oh, there's yeah. the different series or whatever uh, but it does seem like the classic one okay uh, so let's the first episode we start we start in nippon as with every anime <laughs> uh and we are introduced to these fights that are happening between saints uh we were, were the the two people fighting are jabu unicorn <laughs> unicorn guy and some other fuck who is not important i think he's like a tiger i don't know i don't know it's he, not he Leo. Gets, he, he's defeated he's just there so we can see that oh they're fighting it's like a it's a something between like a boxing ring and like a wwf style yeah. ring. it's got like chain links for ropes which yeah. is kind of nuts given like how I, I had a hard time placing this in time like i felt it was the near future but you wouldn't know it from most of what it you see. was the future that is near to 1986. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so there, I don't know. Uh, there's some sort of tournament happening. Yeah. Uh, we're going to learn about that later. And there's kind of a main person in charge. Who's oh, this is Sayori Kido. I don't know if they reveal it later. It's going to be revealed later that she's like the reincarnation of Athena. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, she's kind of running. The, she's predicted that they, they have a quick thing at the beginning where it's like the world's on fire, and it's yeah, like whenever like world, this happens, we find the saints. When the world's in chaos. The saints protect the uh, Athena. Right, but this must be a prediction at this point because the yeah. world is seemingly fine not on fire while yet. this is happening. Yeah, uh, but they still fighting. Cut uh, to Greece. <laughs> And we meet our hero. Uh, and this this what threw me off the time too is this depiction of Greece could have taken place in 2000 BCE. Yup, like that's just Greece is still like that, guys. Yeah. It's just all slabs and stones <laughs> oh and sand. Oh my god, for uh, real. Oh, we'll have to ask Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> she does say there is an obnoxious amount of marble there. Like it's a good thing, <laughs> but it is just literally laying around all the ah. time. Uh, yeah. So um, our protagonist Saya. He's a 13-year-old Japanese boy living in Greece. Wait, he's only 13? He's only 13. Holy fuck. Okay. How old did you think he was? Uh, well, since they, they showed him younger six years ago, I guess I would have pegged him at like 17, 18 I mean, in order to be say, 11, 12 um, then. But I think you're right now because he was tiny six yeah. years ago. Because they say that Unicorn is 13. Does they, is he really? Yeah. These kids are so ripped. And I so think they're just the same age. So <laughs> it's not even healthy to be insane. have muscles that big when you're that young. Yeah. Uh, uh, come on. Oh, no. Um, and so he is a boy from Japan who has been studying, uh, to uh, training to fight in Greece since young childhood. Yeah. To not- get the uh, uh, Pegasus cloth gold. yeah the pegasus cloth yeah the bronze cl- so there the bronze cloth yeah at the tournament there's 11 boxes with armor and um and those 11 guys are fighting and then mm-hmm. say is in the bracket but he's not there and he's been gone for six years and so he has to get this and get back in time yeah to, to slide into his next match which he doesn't even know about at this point yeah. uh i've never heard the idea that you go to greece to train how to fight i mean i'm sure they know how to fight over there but i can't I mean, think of any notable uh greece based I mean wrestling. Oh yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, traditional like naked were wrestling. Fucking from there. It, you're right. Yeah. The Olympics were fucking from there. <laughs> okay, so uh, he's not. I don't know. Uh, his so his fighting style. It's it's not particularly Grecian. Yeah, it's it's based on uh, feeling the cosmos. Okay, so let's get some science, Cody. It, it was very. Scientific. They explain his fighting style. Uh, so you know the Big Bang. I, yeah, yeah. The cosmos it, started it, it with an, uh, an explosion. Fuck you. <laughs> Bazinga! 
fuck. I can't believe I said those words. Has Bare Naked Ladies have had a newer song since they did the opening of that? I don't know. I it's think been they, like 10 years. I mean, if they made any music, it's been like, I think they've settled into children's music pretty comfortably. Ah, they're yeah. just they're cashing in. Oh boy! Sorry to derail you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so so you know ba- the Big Bang. It's an explosion that started the cosmos. But Cody, so that cosmos also made you and me. So there's a cosmos in all of us. Sure, we're all stardust. We're all stardust. So you have to be a saint. You have to explode the cosmos in your body. Oh, so he's like he he's big banging every time he every time he punches. He bangs. He's got a, <laughs> Good Big Lord. bangs, bang, baby, and he's he's trained by a masked woman named Martin. Yeah, Mar- yeah. and then then his, his who is rival like has another aerobics lady, but with like a metal bra. <laughs> yes, but not so in nerd circles. They all talk about like female armor. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, oh, you can't have like a uh, titty shaped breastplate. It that cannot w- be indented. Yeah, on your if you on fall your down, it'll like get fuck your You'll, sternum butt. Yeah. Uh, this not the case. She just has like seemingly a cloth shirt with two like titty plates for each. Cones. Exactly. Yeah, and they're not connected. So maybe that does solve that problem. It still seems awfully uncomfortable if you were mm. to fall down. But you're right. That's a it's probably the best depiction of female armor I've seen in a while. Ah. Uh, is it clear what is this like a tradition of um, of, of, of I mean of Greece? It seems what that what was she? She was kind of like his, his just like Yoda. a fight lady, a fight lady, a lady who knows how to fight. There was another fight lady. Her name was uh, let me green check. hair. Yeah, her name was green hair. And he had a he, his rival was this Sheena. giant Sheena, and and Cassios was his, her her intern. And yeah. That was the guy he had to fight. Uh, oh, yeah. Cassius this huge guy fucking stomps the shit. We get a flashback of him stomping the shit out of little Saya. Yeah. So immediately they were fighting like mm-hmm. off, off the boat. Uh, and they, they, they're at the end of a tournament. Um, and they said they did the math on it. It was like you're at the sixth or seventh round, which meant there was 1,024 yeah. entrants or whatever. Mm-hmm. They did a good job. No one. Everyone showed up. There was no uh, there's no buy rounds for <laughs> anyone. Um, and so, yeah, they fight. And, and, and the winner gets the cloth. Gets the yeah. Pegasus man. Forever. And guess who wins? Uh, the main guy. Sensei! There's no way that fucking armor would have fit the other guy either. Maybe no way. It, maybe it's magical well, adjusting. Well, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking it's magic armor. It's gonna adjust to the person. I guess it does. Like, like, like. The uh, armor. It, by Iron the way, Man's onto him. Like, it's like in a huge metal box, and you have to like pull this handle chain thing. A Haradra cube. What? A Herodric cube. I don't know what this uh, is. Did you ever play Diablo? Uh, no. The giant Blizzard franchise. Uh, there's a there's an ornate know box oh. in, in it, magic, but in the, the best, the the most famous voice actor uh, character that's in all the games. That's Who's how the it, voice actor? Uh, no, no, no. The voice, the the voice, the character's voice is famous from memes. I have no idea who oh. the actual person is. I when it, a case like that, I always just assume it's Greg Proops. Honestly, <laughs> he could do it. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, that's what I call pod racing. <laughs> uh, sorry, did you have more to say on this? It's a uh, silvery no, it kind of looks heavy as fuck. And there's a part where he's walking around with it on his back. Yeah, he, he kind of humps it yeah. when he first gets it. He's so happy. Anyways, um, he wins it, and the that night he he and his teacher are attacked by Sheena. Yeah, she's like, "Fuck you, Japanese person. This shit's staying in Greece." <laughs> 
And for what Carolyn tells me, like, the Greece economy is so bad that they're selling off, like, major institutions <gasps> to foreign powers, you know? Like, the yeah. airport's owned by China, and the shipping yard is owned by, like, like Russia or some shit. And so when I saw this, I was like, do we another thing plundered from a proud yeah. Asian culture? It's kind of like how the, all the Egyptian shit's in Britain, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, dang. Although I will say, this is a strange pseudo-awareness of the idea of appropriation in, hmm. in Japanese media. You're right. Someone was actually upset. Like, hey, <laughs> this is our thing. I'd like it to be our thing. Uh, he doesn't want to fight back because uh, he will oh. never be able to hit a woman, even a masked one with, with a yeah. power bra. He's like, I can't, I can't hit you or fight you. Then her, like, goon. You hear that, audience? Yo, what time is it where you are? <laughs> Can I make a guess? It's 420 place it, bruh. <laughs> it's either that or it's party time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, can't hit a woman. Uh, no woman, no cry. <laughs> <laughs> the goons show up. Yeah, and he can fight them. And somehow uh, uh, he defeats her. He does, a, he does a Han punch uh, distant. Yeah. He throws energy with his punch and chops her mask in half. Oh, yeah. Which oh, I guess is... embarrasses her. I don't know. Yeah, this is my favorite thing. Like, I can't fight you. Let me symbolically defeat you. And then be like, oh, you're actually cute and all that. <laughs> woman. <laughs> what a woman you are. <laughs> yeah, he said, like, I thought you look more devilish or some clunky yeah, turn of phrase. Some fuck off face. Fuck face. <laughs> fuck. And then his his mom doesn't take her mask off. And in the last shot, she's like, he's like, um, she's like, what do you do in Japan? Uh, and he's like, I'll tell you if you take your mask off. And she just blanks him, like doesn't move, doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Pan out, end of shot. Yeah. I it's a it. mystery. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So he's on his way to Nippon. Yay. Um, and he gets there and he meets uh, the, the lady who was in charge of the tournament, uh, Saori Kido. And we find out that he... This is episode two, by the way. This is episode two. He and a number of other orphans were adopted by her grandfather, whatever the fuck his name, Keto. Uh, <laughs> and he said, hey, orphans, why don't you learn to fight? <laughs> she go to Mediterranean countries. That yeah, are go all across the planet. 5, learn how to fight so you can uh, 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 get this... Uh, Cloth stuff. I forgot the expectation of why he needed them to fight. Do you have that written down? Like why he was chosen? It was some. It was to have this tournament. The the the, the, the rich guy Keto, her grandfather, got these orphans so that they could fight. But I forgot the reason why. I mean, he has to assemble the saints. Yeah, Maybe he some has prophecy to assemble, shit. You know, they, they, oh yeah, some prophecy we shit. We hear, especially with that last battle, that like you have to like believe in the armor for it to work. So maybe there is like yeah. this like Red Ranger shit going on too. Um, the agreement was he was he was taken away from his sister, and oh, so yeah. he was like, "Oh, go do this, come back, and you get to see your sister." And then he mm-hmm. gets back, and it turns out up like a month after he left, um, the grandfather dies, like, oh, and yeah. his sister just is fucking missing. Yeah, and so now he's like, "Well, dang." And and, and Saudi's like, uh, "Sorry, fuck, bro. I don't know shit about that." If you fight in my tournament, I guess I could help you, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really giving them the business. Uh, um, we get introduced to the Scooby Squad of this show. Oh, uh, well, let's talk about uh, a really important a really important fella. The guy who voices uh, Unicorn in the oh. sh- in the dub. Yeah. Uh, Vic Manabna. Vic Magan. Vic Manabna. 
<laughs> Vic Mignogna. Go on. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's a famous voice actor. He's a silly name. <laughs> he's just in. Um, if we do watch more dubs, you will quickly find he is in fucking everything. Is he like uh, Phil Lamar is to video games? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Cool. But he has a much more fun name. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's for the anime fans. <laughs> oh, there is some weird shit with Unicorn and Saori. Because uh, uh was like, ah, you're fucking doing everything she says still, like, when you were <laughs> kids. Yeah. There's, like, some backstory that's kind of, we're kind of beating around here. Uh, but, so, the, the yeah, the Unicorn's all pissy that he doesn't want to fight. Yeah. And he, like, leaves. Uh, and then he meets, I think, childhood friends. Oh yeah, yeah. Sam, uh, Sam meets uh, one, his Miho. old childhood friend, Miho. Yeah, and then they got two little Miho's little brother and Makoto. Yeah, and then some I little fat kid. Miho is now taking care of orphans and shit. Ah, is that okay? They, I don't it's back know. at the old church. They she has like that. children that are around her that she must be motherly to. So, um, I had a question. The uh, her little brother is named Makoto. Yeah, is Makoto traditionally a boy's name? Okay, because it there's can... a Street Fighter character who's a woman named Makoto, I think but be girls her whole too. thing is that she's a tomboy oh. and is trying to pass as a man. Oh, well, yeah. So then maybe that makes sense? It is, yeah, traditionally a boy's name. Uh, the um, best meme you can do if you have a highlight reel of uh, Makoto fights is uh, when you hit the KO and the KO comes mm -hmm. up in the middle of the screen, you put M-A and uh, T-O uh, at uh. the sides and it spells your name. Yay! It's pretty awesome. Oh, you had a fun moment at FanMate where they had the Street Fighter tournament, uh, and that one lady won. Uh, the oh, oh yeah, Karen. We that we, we talked about this on the show. She yeah. has that laugh that you had a name for it. It yeah. was the um, rich person, the laugh. Ojo laugh. Yeah, it's a bit, laugh. almost no one did it, which was really disappointing to me because mm. it's kind of like the one thing. But like, it's an anime conference and not a, a fighting game conference, so there's probably a lot of like casual fans. But yeah, like everyone should casuals. in unison erupt with that laugh when she wins on a super because it's you know it's coming and it's choreographed and you have 10 seconds to like mm -hmm. get your shit together and look at the screen and then all at once share this moment of unity you know that brings Let's us together. together oh, oh! Ho, 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 ho! <laughs> see it works so fun uh, uh. anyways <laughs> so the, uh, she's a love interest guys guess yeah. what she's got like posters of of uh, what's his name of Saya? What's oh, his name? she has poster. I forgot that. Yeah, like when the kids like say, "Hey, you even have a poster found on your wall," which I guess he's famous now or something. I guess. I think it happens in a later episode when they're just palling around. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, but in, in any case, it embarrasses her and she chases the little kid Yay! Um, um, we cut back to the uh, the arena. So a lot of these episodes are just like fights. phases of this tournament. Yeah. Proceeding, which is cool, but also like not a fuck what happens in every episode. No. no. <laughs> so Pegasus is fighting Bear. Yep. Uh, uh, Bear is from America, I think. He talks about being in the Rocky Mountains, and his oh. his like move is Pegasus. Is, I'm sorry, is the main character Say? I should have specified. Mm -hmm. Oh, Say agrees to fight uh, because oh, yeah, because uh, he wants to see his sister. And Mio points out, oh, if you're like on TV broadcast around yeah, the world, guess who's gonna fucking see you? Yeah, your sister. And he's like, oh, do you? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, anyway, Bear, he's finding a dude whose whose move is to like strangle people, mm -hmm. and they cut to him in the Rocky Mountains, possibly in Canada. Uh, and he's just a row of dead bears that he is strangled yes. whenever. Most badass thing I've ever seen. That's horrific. <laughs> just kill eight 
innocent animals. Yeah. Do you know how they actually kill like bear? Like I, I, I have family members who are avid bear hunters, and it is disturbing how you hunt bears. How do you hunt bears? You, what you do, you bait them, and so every day you go out and you leave what I, I believe is just regular Picnic jelly fashion? donuts on like the same place every jelly day. Jelly donuts. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. That's insane. Uh, and so you do it on a regular time, so the bear starts expecting it. And then on one day, uh, while it goes and starts sticking its nose in the jelly donuts, you walk up behind it and shoot it in the back of the head. And it's like, that's the lamest, like, least that honorable, awful thing I've ever so heard. fucking manipulative? Yeah. And then you mount it in your house like you're a fucking champion, Bear right? Bear isn't even good. No. I played Oregon Trail. That oh. shit sucks. Uh, my dad, I, his, my dad's dad somehow i don't know if he did with jelly donuts but somehow killed a bear once and they had bear meat for like almost a whole year oh no and apparently it was shit uh, way too long to have bear meat yeah it's kinda like like venison is also like kind of yeah kind of yeah. not a not it's it's you can make like a jerky yeah. it's, okay. it's okay anyway so i i've always like resented bear hunters uh at least if they do that uh and so when i saw this guy just chokes him i'm like that is the most honest way to fight well, a bear because that you is know what? you're engaging the bear on his terms Head and on. I have a new appreciation for bear and bear hugs. You know, like yeah. that is kind of their move. And so that you're like, true. saying, "Hey, bear, I'm playing your game. <laughs> you're going down." <laughs> um, but so Seiya's getting all hugged out, and he's like, "Ah, ah, I'm gonna die. Oh no!" <laughs> but then he remembers the lesson from his master that you take your opponent's greatest strength and you make it their weakness. <laughs> and so that means he breaks the dude's like wristbands. Yeah. Kinda, uh, and then he gives him a, a pretty sick uppercut kick. Fuck yeah! Uh, and he broke his cloth into pieces. Pretty good. Break your cloth into pieces. <laughs> uh, so that's that. Um, so that's the end of the episode. So he kind of wins his first fight. Um, and and uh, and that's cool. Um, yeah. Can I take a moment here to talk about other uh, zodiac yeah. shit I want to talk? about? I want to talk about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, first of all, I've I've never uh put any. I'm I'm a uh. Put, I've never put a lot of stock into into zodiac signs, uh, but I went and read um, the description of a Capricorn and a Pisces on horoscopedates.com slash zodiac hyphen signs. I don't know. Uh, kind of like shockingly accurate as far as like, Here's the thing, a caricature of me and you. <laughs> Have we? This is what I always say about uh, zodiac stuff. It's total bullshit. 100% accurate. <laughs> Total it's always right. I mean, listen to this shit. This is Capricorn. Um uh, uh Oh god. Sorry, you can splice it. You're editing this episode. It doesn't matter. Um Okay, anyway, uh upsides to Capricorn. Uh they're they're good at making realistic logical decisions. Mm. Uh they have a dry sense of humor and their sarcastic wit is only appreciated by those who find humor everywhere. That kind of hurts <laughs> my thing. Highly intellectual, good with numbers and analysis. Uh, not often loud. Uh, uh, and then downside, uh, uh, they can seem dull to others. <laughs> That's it's your like, whole insecurity. I know. And then they can be selfish. Um, and uh, they can be less imagi- imaginative uh, than the others, uh, which I was like, fuck. They <laughs> pegged me on that. Uh, and then your uh, Pisces uh, tend to be daydreamers, happy, vibrant, uh, inner life, deeply caring. They are empathetic, creative, and imaginative. Then downsides are uh, they worry too much. A clinical warrior. They will worry about that they're not worrying. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then 
Um, sometimes indecisiveness, they'll require a gentle nudge from others to get things done. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's pretty accurate. Uh, I do feel like both those, like, you're really piling on the good stuff and holding back on the negative stuff as uh, far as, like, what that particular site is listing. Yeah, I mean, I skipped some things. Have you uh, ever done a natal chart? A what, what, what? A natal chart. Oh, I thought you said an anal chart. <laughs> Jesus no, Christ. we're not gonna get into that today. <laughs> Maybe. What's a natal chart? Um, you like put in the time you were born, when you're born, and like the year and everything. Um, and it like tells you. This is the second music break we've taken. <laughs> I hope this gets picked up. This and we don't have any rights there. issues. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're gonna get flagged. Is that what the fuck? I'm trying to. Is it bikes that's making this noise? Oh, is it a bike party? But no, I don't think it's making noise. I don't see anything. Oh. There is some sort of flashing lights on a car, though. Oh, that's a bike. Okay. Yeah, it needs to be a bike. God. So it's not like a big parade. <sighs> Anyways, uh, NATO chart, you put in like all that information. And it'll tell you uh, not only your sun sign, which is the typical. That's uh, your regular ass yeah, yeah. sign. But also your moon sign. Ooh. And your ascending, your Mercury, your Mars. So your it's, a, it's a deep dive into your, yeah. your sign. Um, basically, shit. if you ever feel like, I don't think my sign really matches my personality, it's got its bases covered. Don't oh, worry. I see. If you throw enough at the wall, you're going to find something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, other things uh, I looked up are. Um, our Chinese zodiac signs, Ooh, which are based on years, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'm an ox, 85. Uh, also an earth element, so double earth. Double earth. Not diversifying at all. Um, I, par- I partner well with a snake and a rooster, uh, which I believe is your sign. I am a rooster. 93, right? Uh, Amy's also an ox. Uh, we're in the same year. Um, characteristics, loyal, reliable, thorough, strong. I don't know if they mean physically. <laughs> that one. Reasonable mm. um, and determined. That- I feel like that's all pretty accurate, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Uh, And then uh, Rooster, for you, um, Element Metal. Fuck. Dang, China. I didn't know you got... Damn, China. I didn't know Steelix was on your Elemental list. That's pretty sick. Uh, Partners well with Snake and Ox. Um, Honest, energetic, intelligent, flamboyant, flexible, diverse, and confident. Oh, damn. Pretty good, I think. That is, yeah. Uh, That's all I know. I know people my age who are boring as shit. (laughs) So, oh, I, and when you're comp- encompassing an entire year, yeah, it seems hard to get super on one specific. Hand, on one hand, if you're thinking like if you are in the events that happen in that year would be more formative than mm. the event of them. If you're Ooh. like talking about like a group of people, yeah, yeah, all the people in that year would have the same formative events. Right. There's like a micro-generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, As opposed to, like, this group of people born in a month having the same events in their life. I think there's two separate but powerful effects there. Yeah. Uh, the age thing is going to be a huge thing, I and mean, that's why we, like, use generations and stuff like yes. that. And I even found, I was reading some dumbass article about how millennials ruin things, and then it relates to the boomers' faults or whatever. Yeah. And they actually divided it into early millennial and late millennial, mm. and you were right on the middle. Or you were right, I think you were in the, the you were, uh, I think they put... Uh, uh, early millennials all the way up to like 98 or something, which is kind of a stretch, but I think 93 was like the first year. And mm. then late millennials went all the way to like 80, 
two or something like way the first before year of year of early millennium. I think so. I don't. It didn't matter. Uh, yeah. we, we had just ha- we had, had the top discussion about which which sub segment yes. of millennials were we. Um, um, but anyway, so yeah, like what well, what happens in your formative years of your life is going to have something in common with all those. People, I feel right? like I defied millennials into two groups. Uh, do you or do you not feel put upon by eighties nostalgia? <laughs> I absolutely fucking do. Uh, yeah, I've. I think that's well. I think that's all millennials because you can't. I mean, if you're real, I, mean, I, I like to think that the eighty-five is right around where you should really start because you have no memory of the eighties at that point. Uh, whereas if you're born nineteen eighty, like people love the eighties and they can't stop fucking talking about it. And you know why people love the eighties? Because we were fucking Reagan and shit. I mean, yeah, it was all fucking ah, uh, get capitalism and coke, and then fucking stop making start stop making cool so- movies about like fucking society and shit start making blockbusters <laughs> that's where shitty movies came from is the 80s yeah <laughs> you can love you can love fucking ghostbusters as much as you want but it did directly lead to fucking transformers so eat my ass <laughs> dang dog day afternoon didn't give us transformers oh jeez nah. straight fire fuck uh, yeah <laughs> um uh uh, I say after that, <laughs> damn controversy. I, I I think the '90s were just less memorable because like we don't hang on to them nearly as much as the fucking uh, Gen Xers hang on to the '80s. Yeah, the '80s were everything to Gen X for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then early 2000s. At this point, it's all internet uh, there nonsense. Is, there know? is budding early 2000s nostalgia, and I cannot fucking wait for it to be in full bloom. <laughs> what would what would like characterize that though? It's just real. <sighs> So I guess I guess this is the start of how, how we begin with nostalgia is being like, oh, they dress so bad. It looks so dumb. And after a while of being ironic about it, you start liking it. But I can't see like low cut uh, bell bottom jeans ever being a good look <laughs> or those weird like yeah. weird British schoolboy hats like where it's like mushroom style type of hat yeah. with the brim. When is that ever going to look good again? <laughs> it's all theme parties from it's, here on out, exactly. I guess. Exactly. Uh, I don't know, but I think the age of early there's like the 90s early internet, but I think early 2000s is when we when like the common man started right. getting into the internet. It's like uh, a strong bad and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for strong bad to be nostalgia. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Gaia Online nostalgia. <laughs> Did you ever do that? Wait, oh, that sounds familiar. Is that a um, like Is a cartoony uh, MMO? Type? No. Oh. you might be thinking of Maple Story. Yeah, I think I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Canadian as fuck. It's Canadian? I no, because it's Maple it Story. No, it's like uh, Korean or some shit. Okay. Or it's Japanese. I I don't know. <laughs> this is a really good joke though. <laughs> it is a good joke. It was. It did feel like as opposed to other. It had like a very softness you would expect from Canada. Yeah, yeah, it was very comforting. Anyways, <laughs> let's get to uh, episode number three. Wait, no, I'm not done. Fuck. <laughs> oh, other big point. Put this on the end of the last thing we we're talking about, so it makes sense. Um, so that that's per year, right? And you were saying the per month thing doesn't matter as much. I feel uh, like it doesn't, but give me your argument. So there's a uh, Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book called Outliers, mm. uh, and you in certain. Uh, scenarios there is a huge measurable difference about when in the year you're born mm. and it has to do with our social construction so school for instance oh. um, starts in august and so you have to make a trade-off of if you're going to be 
in uh, one class or another, um, depending on if your birthday's in that area. And so you're either the oldest or the youngest if you're kind of born in late yeah, summer. Yeah, I'm just kind of in the middle. Um, so that means is is kids born uh, in certain times of the year uh, tend to be the oldest of their class, and oh. in other tend to be the youngest of your class, and that will have an effect what, on you. What area of the year is that? Um, so that's well. In this case, uh, so the the oldest kids in your class are born in August, September, mm. October, and the youngest kids in your class are born in July, June, um, April. The 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 uh, example he used uh, was hockey, and a disproportionate number of hockey players are born at the end of the year, mm. and it's because of the in in America and, and in a lot of places the cutoff of the age for being in a league was January first, and so like it, he was he was commenting on. Um, I might have this completely backwards, but it's the same principle. He was, he, he, he was doing, he did a little like snippet of a play-by-play of like an NHL game and he replaced all the people's names with their birthday. Oh. And it was like, it, it was like, uh, like January 1st passes to, to January 17th, who passes to, to February 31st or 28th, who passes to June 2nd, who passes back to March 3rd and then intercepted by like December 4th. What is he doing there? Yeah. And it, it's, it's a small effect, but it's like 25% more, more front loaded in the year and 25% less front loaded, back loaded. Yeah. Uh, and so it's kind of the story of like, how did the, it's like this small effect, like when you were, the, the difference between five, being five and being six, it like super junior league hockey was the difference between you being a full, like 20% older than another kid. Yeah. So you were going to beat the shit out of them. So you were quote unquote good at hockey. So you oh. were more likely to want to play it um, and want to practice it. You were more likely to be picked up and put into special like training programs. Cause that's how you do it for professional athletes. It's like really early, like mm-hmm. extra shit. And so you kind of get on a track early on. Um, and so that, and that takes you the whole way. And that has, that's why it has an effect when you're 25 and professional or whatever. Um, and the, so that same like selection bias also affects your uh, ability in school because you're going to learn language and numbers better if you have a full year at somebody in kindergarten. And so those kids tend to be uh, more academically confident and excelling because they're used to being better at school from day one, uh, episode one of kindergarten mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, so it's kind of a fun that micro effect. So I don't, you know, when it comes to months in the Zodiac, like I don't know if that had any effect at all, but it was a really talk, fun like. Let me think about this. Because I, I. We, hmm. Because our good friend of the show, Andrew DeLeon. Oh yes. I found that he he's also a Pisces, and I think, and I we the two of us share a very sensitive soul. <laughs> yeah, you're you're yes, yes yes that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah, he's a very caring person, and he's like. And I, I not as much as fucking Andrew. He's so fucking nice. You guys, Andrew's so fucking. He's you know a, what? He's just a great guy. Hey, you know what? Let's plug things. Andrew DeLeon oh, yeah. has a show at David and Buster's. Yeah, he's got he's a, showcase. a stand-up show. Hell yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, so good for him. Uh, so and I'm trying to think. He's got an adorable little uh, cartoon character version of himself yeah, on his poster. It's cute. I love it. And I'm here's the thing. I'm trying to think about February. What does February do? It is valentine's day month Mm -hmm. but also black history month right so maybe there is empathy if more (laughs) what are you trying to figure out right now i'm trying it's a it's a month of emotions the emotion of love and also the emotion of like oh my god fucking humanity is awful but then also uh uh, you don't even know how many fucking days are in it what you also don't even know how many fucking days are in it exactly like that's so there's a lot of (laughs) it's uh flexible again (laughs) so you know there's that Nice. Who who do you know in your life who's also a Capricorn? Um, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Ah! <laughs> I don't know. A couple of buddies I grew up with were. Uh, oh wait, no, January twenty sixth. That would be an Aries. Yikes. Damn. Um, 
I don't know. I don't. I I I, I think I've glanced at the the famous list. When was did we learn JoJo's birthday? We knew his wedding date was like December sixth. <sighs> I don't remember if that was. I don't think we know his birthday. Damn. Okay, that'd be so sweet I, I to feel be like the I same sign know. as JoJo. Yeah. <sighs> it would be so great if you were the same sign as one of our guests, but I don't think so. I we know Lizzie's birthday. We know Carolyn's birthday. We know Andrew's. Um, we know Tony's. Uh, Adrian. Do we know Adrian? Did she, she, I think she's told us. Before. You know what? Oh. It's, it's, Okay, so cancer? we have Tony's a straight straight up ass Gemini. Um, <laughs> Lizzie is a uh, is it Capricorn? Is she, is she an Aries? She is also a Gemini, but it's like on the front. Oh, She's that's a Taurusy right. Gemini. Okay, and then I think that's right. Adrian is like on the back end, making her a Cancery Gemini. Is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do we have any other friends? <laughs> oh fuck! W- what is Carolyn? Carolyn is in june so that's a outlier leo or a oh. no 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 maybe i don't know it i know it's like it's in a couple of weeks i can't tell you a fucking thing about joe <laughs> joe oh i you know what i feel like i just heard it was his birthday but i don't ah! I can't place it yeah oh man it, does he get his haircut on his birthday that's that'd be ah! the, that's how oh. joe, joe cleans up well on his yeah he didn't get his haircut it's i saw him with his haircut once and i was like who is this handsome man walking in here? There's no one this handsome here. And he's straight sex when it's exactly. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, well, we don't have any reviews to check. I don't have the SoundCloud page. Oh, of- I can I can check that if you want. If you give me a second. Oh yeah. Um, iTunes. <sighs> Who else have we had on this fucking show, man? Oh, Miranda we had a bunch of people. Oh, Miranda, yeah, Miranda was a Virgo. Ah. Well, that doesn't me and Miranda get along great. So that one Final Fantasy Tactics thing was bullshit. Well, I don't know. Best worst. No, that's that's exactly best right. Worst, you're right. Best worst. You know what? Best then. If that's the case. Uh, but you're kind of covering all your bases when you can say best and worst. For the uh, yeah. yeah. I guess the opposite of love is, what I, is not what hate. Again, totally bullshit. 100% accurate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This week, top city, San Jose. Who cares? Yeah. City number two, Phoenix, Arizona. Fuck! <gasps> then we got... La Cruces, New Mexico, I don't know how to pronounce that, and Oakland, all tied. Oh, damn. Followed closely by Pittsburgh, California. And then two from Tokyo, Japan. Oh, shit, Tokyo, Japan, what up? Oh, my God. Well, let's talk about Phoenix, Arizona. What do we know about Phoenix, Arizona? Is that Um, where Breaking Bad? No, uh, that's New Mexico. That's New Mexico. I think they make fun of that, too, as everyone puts those together. Yeah. Uh, I think our friend Chris takes... Does stuff in Phoenix? We applied to the Phoenix uh, Improv Festival. Yep. I don't know that we got in. Nope. We nope. did not. <laughs> well, fuck. We're, we're also waiting on San Francisco right now, and I'm starting to worry that I fucked it up somehow because we didn't hear anything yet. That would be a bad one to not get into. Uh, Especially since we already have gone into it. Well, this turned into bitch, bitch sesh really fast. <laughs> okay, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, hey, that's actually very appropriate because Phoenix is probably one of the fucking, Oh, yeah! Uh, say a saint of science. I'm sure. It's it's probably a constellation that's not a zodiac. Yeah. I want to say. Like, definitely. Harry Potter didn't make it up, right? Like, it's a thing. Uh, oh, no. It's definitely a thing. Um, I don't know. Have you ever been to the, the, the Southwest? No. How do you feel about rustic to describe food? Um, can go either way. Yeah, I'm mildly against it. It depends on... Usually just means big chunks of things, right? Yes. <laughs> right? I hate that shit. I like yeah. my food cut up very small. I like my food presented very nicely to me. Aww, yeah. I like my food to feel like, mm, this could also be a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you like the, the, the boxes at the sushi restaurants? Because it's all like yes. compartmentalized and it's like... 
It's like a it's a it's a so it's a color story. It's a it's a color story. <laughs> Phoenix is one of my favorite summons in Final Fantasy. <gasps> Same. Because it resurrects your fuckers and it does damage. Yes. It's pulling both sides. What a, what a bro. What, what a, a bro. <laughs> uh, Phoenix Wright, get great game. Oh, I haven't played that. Nor seen that. That's got to be a. We we have that lined up for one of our future. Yes, guests. we do. We do. We do. Oh man, that's gonna be exciting. Um, I want to say that the protagonist of Twilight is from Phoenix, <laughs> but it takes place in Seattle, though, right? Yes, in Washington, near Seattle. Near Seattle, it's possibly the most anti Phoenix place. Exactly, it is chilly and Twas humid. The point. Oh, yeah. Dang, I think I saw one Twilight movie with like some sort of pseudo riff tracks over it. So not yeah. that I missed a lot, but nah, apparently yeah. I missed good color like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, Phoenix. There you go, Phoenix, Arizona. Go really? Cardinals? Question mark. I don't know. Oh, no, yeah. no. <laughs> I feel like Phoenix, Arizona is, you know, in in the world of comedy, there are certain like reference things you can go to that somehow will be funnier. You can say a name of any city in a situation. Well, a certain city will be funnier than another <laughs> city. Yeah, I feel like Phoenix, Arizona is one of those ones that is funnier than other cities. <laughs> If you're just choosing a random name. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great detail go to. Yes. That's exactly. going to pay off. Yeah. I, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, 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 I, was, I was thinking of one and that, that's bad. Uh, I don't know. Like Sacramento is a good one. Sacramento, yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so that, that's Fan Corner. Uh, thank you, Phoenix. Uh, and La Cruces and Oakland all coming in hot. Yeah, coming in hot and ready like a Little Caesars. <laughs> Uh, I've been Courtney. Do we have any final thoughts? Do we like this series? We, I love this fucking series. Yeah. It is just, hey, guess what we're doing? Fighting. Guess when it's happened? Now. <laughs> it's, it's honesty and straightforward. Too, exactly. That was desperately missing. Exactly. Um, from from our, our good friend Sayatama. <laughs> <laughs> I think I added a syllable in there. Anyway, uh, cool. Sayatama. <laughs> with you, with the boy of the, the kelp to get the hair and you say Sayatama. <laughs> Hey, Saitama. Hey, yo, Saitama. <laughs> I'm a fucking robot. What you want? They haven't dubbed me yet. We don't know him as someone. <laughs> or did they? They did. Ah, and he fuck. sounds like this. You see, I'm talking with a not-robot voice, but I'm being stilted to show that I'm a robot. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We're beating the bush. I've been Courtney. I've been Cody. You've been the audience. Hooray. Goodbye. Bye. Hey everyone, I want to thank you so much for listening and also really quickly want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful Z. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much.